0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a huge night of Premiership action. Celtic look to get back to winning ways as Rangers get set to say goodbye to some outgoing players. The real meaningful games come elsewhere in the table with Dundee United potentially relegated tonight. Aberdeen could secure third but Hearts will have other ideas and there's plenty more to look for in that race for Europe as well. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Scott Allen and Jim Duffy. Yeah, I mean, it's still, um, you know, a lot of important games. Uh, Gordon, uh, top of the league, looking to see who could finish third. Aberdeen are in pole position. Uh, home game against um, St Mirren, who were terrific, um, you know, the other week there against Celtic. But the, obviously the drama is all at the bottom. You know, that's where the nerves are still jangling um, for many of these clubs. They're all top clubs. They all want to be in the top division. But sadly, one of them's going to miss out. One of them's going to win the playoff. What a night ahead, Scott Allen. What a night ahead. I think the Dundee United fans at home or at the game will be really nervous tonight. So it's so much to lose considering the the players that they signed this year. So I think that's going to be an interesting one at the bottom and huge games for Aberdeen and Hearts. Every single team in the division in action tonight. So there is no excuse to not hear from you. Come on, 01419511025. All your thoughts on the games and some breaking news tonight. Just as we've come on air, Rangers have announced the pre contract signing of Kieran Dowell from Norwich on a three year deal. They say he will officially join the club on the 1st of July. So there we are. A bit of signing news, and the season's not even over yet. Rangers fans, what do you make of that? What do you make of. That as a first piece of business this summer Are you happy? Have you been doing your research? How do you feel he will fit into the team? There's another topic As if it's not busy enough tonight 0141-951-1025 But the reason I love these nights Because everybody is out and about Heading to the games And I like to share that with you Because we're jealous being stuck in here So give us a call if you're on your way to wherever If you're on your way through to Easter Road Celtic fans It's not often you have to bounce back to winning ways this season is it? Uh, but that is the reality Who would you like to see Come back into the team This evening Rangers fans What are you expecting Is it all going to be About these emotional Farewells Do you expect these players To play From the start Will they just come on And get their goodbye Does Alan McGregor Start in goal for this one So that he can get his goodbye And maybe Robbie McCrory Comes back in at the weekend I don't know You tell me And if there are any Dundee United fans Brave enough To come out from behind the sofa uh, Then please do give us a call Because it could be the night There is a combination of results which could see 12th place confirmed So we will watch on with interest 0141-951-1025 It doesn't get much bigger than this Jim Because this is this is the point of the split I think everybody knows that We've got 6 games All 12 teams in action And apart from the title race really Every other game is, is meaningful Well let's forget Livy Muller right? um, <laughs> But yeah. And, it's, and it's all against the teams round about you yeah. So everything's, everything's at stake tonight Yeah that's exactly right um, Gordon In terms of you know, if, if you're a club, you know, let's just talk about the bottom uh, six to start with. If you're a club fighting for relegation, then you know it's in your own hands. All of those clubs have got it in their own hands if they can get if they can get a positive result. So as, as Scott was saying there, Dundee United playing Kilmarnock, Ross County playing St. Johnson. So, you know, if, if these clubs, you know, have aspirations, of course they do to stay in the league, then they've got the perfect opportunity. They're playing their nearest rivals. So that is really what you want with two games to go. Uh, there's nothing worse if you're if you're having to wait in other people's results. But you know the night both Dundee and Eddie Command what a victory 
would would mm. give him an unbelievable uh, opportunity to stay up. Ross County the same. Uh, and going for third place, you've got Aberdeen at home to St Mirren. Again, they've just shaded a little bit the last couple of games. Although Barry Robson felt that, that you know the, the you know their performance has been a bit better. Uh, and with Rangers at home to Hearts, and as you said, the kind of saying goodbyes to to, to some of their um, you know their players. I think Aberdeen will be hoping that Rangers can do that and they can do their business against St Mirren although as we said uh, you know, St Mirren have had an Great outstanding result, yeah. season so that'll be a tough game and the reason I really like this time of the season Scott Allen is because all the guff that we need to listen to all season the managers telling us that they only focus on their own results it goes out the window because you can't for some <laughs> of them they have to look at what's happening elsewhere so many moving parts tonight yeah they have to and obviously from my own experience uh, over the last few weeks with Arbroath you definitely are looking at other results and Especially what's going on in your game I think The Dundee United one Looking at Dundee United At the start of this season The players they assembled Spent a lot of money To see them at the bottom Bottom of the league With, with, with two games to go And I know it's still in their own hands It's it's incredible They were in Europe They mm-hmm. put in yeah. a good performance at home To, to Alkmaar So you see them in, in this position it, it just shows you how How tough the, the league can be If you don't Put that form together and We've even got new signing news tonight as well Just as we came on air Rangers confirming the pre-contract signing of Kieran Dowell from Norwich So Rangers fans What do you make of that? That's your big piece of news today If you like Are you happy with that signing? How do you see the summer business uh, as it kicks off? And then elsewhere the games tonight Come on Are you heading along to any of them? Why not let us know your thoughts Rangers fans Pick your team Who are you hoping gets a, a big emotional farewell? Maybe some you're not that bothered about I don't know, you tell me Hibs against Celtic Celtic fans Bit of tinkering at the back in particular In recent weeks What are you hoping to see this evening? And of course all those big games elsewhere Let's set the scene for you at uh, Let's go Andrew McLean first at Ibrox Take it away Andrew Yeah well a few interesting things happening here at Ibrox tonight As you mentioned Gordon It is a night of farewells The announcement yesterday Alfredo Morelos, Ryan Kent, Alan McGregor Scott Arfield, Philip Hellander all leaving this summer at the end of their contract so a chance to say goodbye to Ibrooks and the supporters here fans told to stay in their seats at full time because there will be a presentation as well you wonder if that will affect Michael Beale's team selection too will Alan McGregor be set for a final competitive appearance here before his testimonial in the summer what part will Alfredo Morelos and Scott Arfield have to play it's unlikely we'll see anything from Ryan Kent due to injury definitely not Philip Hillander as well because he's a long term injury of course but Michael Beale did hint in the build-up to this game that there would be a new arrival that would be in attendance at this game and we now know it is Kieran Dowell, the Norwich City midfielder has signed a three-year deal, a pre-contract that takes effect from the 1st of July so he becomes the, the first summer signing for Michael Beale I'm sure there will be plenty more to follow as well. But it is a massive night for Hearts as well. They're desperate to chase down Aberdeen in third place. Their home form under Stephen Naismith has been good, but they'll be looking for improvements away from home. And they'll be hoping that they can somehow close that gap to Aberdeen tonight. I'll bring you the full team news from Ibrooks when I get it. What do you think then, Rangers fans? Who do you want to see? Are you expecting these players to get their big emotional farewell from the beginning? Did they come on? I mean, particularly Alan McGregor. What's going to happen there? He came on in the Scottish Cup final, didn't he? When everyone thought he was going to leave. Does he maybe just start the game tonight with it being the final home game? Get all your thoughts in, especially if you're on your way to the game. What about Easter Road, Gabriel? Yeah, good evening from the sunny capital. It's 18 degrees here. Feels like a real end-of-season match with the summer just around the corner, but there's still 
big business on the agenda for these two sides. Hibernian are scrapping for European football, whilst Celtic players are battling for a place in the starting eleven at Hamden in 10 days' time. They, of course, have the chance to complete the treble. Staying with the hoops, they've been below their extremely high standards in their last two games, losing 3-0 to Rangers and having to score late on to salvage a point at home to St Mirren. They'll still want to hit over 100 points and rack up as many goals as possible. Uh, the record against Hibs has been so impressive this season, scoring 13 times in the previous three games. All were victories. Now, I spoke to manager Ange Postacoglu yesterday. He was on good form and he was defending his team after failing to win either of those two matches since they were crowned lead winners. He was just reminding everyone that they are champions. He also claims he's not interested with any of the transfer business rivals Rangers are completing this summer. Everyone has a plan until he gets punched in the nose, he says. Well, let's see how the fight on the pitch goes this evening. Postacoglu also hinted that he's likely to make a few more changes as he tries to keep the entire squad on their toes for their showdown with Inverness next weekend. Well, what about the hosts? Well, it's been a mixed bag in the split for Hibs with a win, a draw and a loss. They weren't great in the weekend's 3-0 loss to Rangers here. Uh, I spoke to manager Lee Johnson after the game on Sunday. He knows the race for European football is still in his hands, although he says fifth place is looking more likely than anything higher. Uh, they're two points clear of St Mirren below them. Uh, St Mirren up at Pataudry this evening, so a point here could prove massive for them. Three would be even bigger. They trail Hearts in fourth by four points and they travel to Tynecastle for the derby on the final day at the weekend. So a huge game for the Hybies. I'll bring you team news when it comes. We should have that in just under 20 minutes. Looking forward to those. We've got someone at Tanadice as well. So we'll go there and get you team news because that one is massive. Like we said, it could be official relegation tonight uh, depending how other results go. We'll bring you updates ahead of uh, the other games as well Ross County St Johnston Is the other one down there That, that really means something And we won't forget Livy Motherwell Can, can mm-hmm. Kev make it 10 in a row That's, yeah, exactly. the, that's the, the real question We will see We will see indeed Right 01419511025 Always a busy show When we've got grounds to go around So let's get stuck in On the calls Kenny is a Rangers fan First up Is it all about these Farewells tonight Kenny? It is to be honest with you uh, Gordon um, I think this is just I think this is the ones who are out of contract and not you know and I don't want new contracts I've not been offered new contracts I think there'll be quite a few more to follow in contracts but um, Scott Arfield Alan McGregor's been around since seven right don't get me wrong but we knew he was coming to the end of his thing his time um, Scott Arfield is the one I thought would be going to year uh, and player which I think is great at um, Morelis I'd get rid of him three years ago I've no, never been his biggest fan I think it's always been a bit of a liability to ball for about a year and a bit now he's uh, been injured for quite a long time so. I think the line's breaking up a bit Kenny I can certainly hear you we're only missing the odd bit here and there but um, yeah J- Jim that mm-hmm. was yesterday was strange because you knew all five of them were leaving really mm-hmm. I don't think there's any surprise But there's still something that feels quite dramatic When you see it all kind of mm-hmm. written down and confirmed mm-hmm. on the same day And it really hits home how big a, a change is coming 
Yeah, and I think also, you know, the experience, their experienced players, you know, obviously none more so than Alan McGregor, who is, as Kenny said, is a, an exceptional, uh, you know, career at Rangers over the two the two periods. I think he's very harsh on Alfredo Morelos, I have to say that. I think his goals return and his European goals return is is actually exceptional. Um, I think I think he cost a couple of hundred grand. I think you know. I mean, he's, he's value for money. I think I think, think a million. But yeah, you're I think, I think, right. I think he's been terrific. Um, you know, for for value for money. So I think that uh, you know all, all you know. I think these players listen. Scott Arfield, as you know, is, is a big Rangers fan, and uh, you know the fans like him and he loves it. But I think is Michael Beale alluded to that was Scott himself wants more game time and bringing in the likes of Kieran Dow. Uh, you know he's got Todd Cantwell now. Of Tom Lawrence coming back, and he's got Lundstrom and Jack signed a new contract. He's looking at that area of the pitch, maybe uh, Scott himself, and saying, "Well, look, listen, I'm I'm your biggest fan here, but I want to play, and therefore he still thinks there's maybe a good couple of years at top level in him." And I think that's more the reason. I think he's had a discussion with the manager, and they've agreed that game time might be mm. limited. So I, I think that might have been more a Scott Arfield decision than, yeah. than a club decision. Yeah, I mean Michael Beale called it amicable. Scott Allen, Kenny on the line In fact, mm. everybody who gets in touch with the show in the last few days Has said something similar I think maybe we could or should have held on to Scott Arfield Is the time right? I think what Jim says is probably spot on I think Scott Arfield's sitting watching games there Thinking he can make an impact still Even at the age he is He still has had an effect to the Rangers team when he's played at this time So as you get older you still want to play as much football as you can and like Jim alluded on there, he might he, he could maybe go down to a lower end championship club and still play in, in big games. Rangers is a huge club that plays in Europe, but I think I think Arfield might have been the guy who's saying, "Listen, I, I still feel I can mm. give more." I think in terms of Alfredo Morelos, I think the, the call was really was really harsh. I think Alfredo Morelos last year, if he's fit in that the Europa League final, Rangers win that game. I think that's how valuable he's been his goals and in the league and uh, in Europe. So. I think it would be good to give give them all kind of a send off at some point tonight. Yeah, I mean Kenny. So Kent Morelos, you don't sound too happy about the way it's ended. No, can you hear me better now? Yes, Is that okay? absolutely. Yeah, fantastic. Um, right. Um, I, I think he's quite right. We are feeling. I think maybe it has been a bit. Of him. I just thought maybe they could have promised him a bit more game time or a bit more uh, involved in the first team squad. Um, Morelos, um, I'm maybe being a bit harsh in him. Ken, as I say, was a great player for about two years. I think he's done nothing this year. I don't know if his head was away or what. Um, you could count in one hand where you would have gave him pass marks this year. I think I'm being honest here. Morelis, I know it sounds a bit harsh considering he's a Rangers European record scorer, um, but he's been a liability. Most of the time he's been here, he's been a bit of a liability. He's let down the club so many times um, over them years at I've got no, I just can't see it for him. So I'm not too worried about him. I must admit, I know there, there were fitness questions over a couple of them actually, so I don't know mm-hmm. to what extent they'll be available for their uh, big mm-hmm. emotional farewells, but let, sort of assuming that they are, and I don't think there's any problem with Alan McGregor. Do you think he, mm-hmm. does he play tonight, Kenny, to get his farewell, or does he just come on? Well, he's not going to be the team, I don't think, they're playing him. So I would definitely play him, 100%. I would play him. Morelis, if he's coming on for a cameo, fair enough. He probably deserves that after six years. I mean, he had a couple of good years. Well, he's a few good years, but as I say, to me, he just lets it side down too many times in big games. I mean, I think even against, like, I know he's a great scorer in Europe, but in the big games in Premier League against Celtic, I think, is he two goals? Um, I think it is, yeah. 
yeah, um, so that's not a great return. Um, but, yeah, Arfield will definitely come on. I don't know if he'll start, but he'll come on. McGregor, I would start him. He's not going to beat the team, is he? Um, Morelis, I'd give him a run out. I mean, after that Celtic game when he didn't try a leg, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give him another Rangers shot. Uh, I mean, the fans are all being urged to sort of stay behind afterwards um, and, and pay their, their farewell. So I don't know. Does, does take Alan McGregor as an example? Do you just play I, I him tonight? Sorry, I'd hate to see Kenny when he was really going for somebody. You see, see <laughs> there, I'm not. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh on Morelis and then absolutely slaughtered them. Um, the record uh, European. Yeah, exactly. Goal yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I've always just scored over 100 goals, I think, as well. So, but anyway, um, no, listen, I think. Yeah, I mean, it all depends on how, how Michael Beale sees this type of game tonight. I mean, his, his record as a manager in terms of wins is, 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 is outstanding. So he'll want to keep that going. There's no doubt about that. He wants to keep, keep that positivity um, about the club. We know it's, it's not going to impact anything other than, um, you know, the, the, the you know the, the belief in the players. But I, I think he might play McGregor. I think he might play Arfield. Mm. And, uh, you know, Morelis might come on. I, I think you're right. Hollander, I think no. Kent are bro- probably both injured. Both injured. So I, I think it will it will be something like that. And there'll be maybe another couple of changes. Um, but listen, it's, uh, I, I still think that those players deserve um, to say their goodbyes to the fans. And I think you, you take over a concerted period of time. They've all made a positive contribution somewhere along the line. Uh, and this gives them the ideal opportunity. To ig- fans for acknowledge them and them to acknowledge the support they've had from the supporters as well. Thank you to Kenny 01419511025. Don't forget the confirmed signing of Kieran Dowell as well tonight. Big games all across the country with every team in the top flight involved. So pick up the phone and get in touch. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Scott Allen and Jim Duffy are here 01419511025 I'm sure you all know there are six huge games in the Premiership tonight What you might not know if you're just joining us Breaking news from Ibrox is that Norwich City's Kieran Dowell has signed on a pre-contract It will be a three-year deal that kicks off on July the 1st So get your thoughts in on that We're going to speak to Michael who's a Celtic fan very soon But Ollie nipped in just before Ollie's a Rangers fan What do you think about tonight Ollie? Yeah, I just wanted to address the point about tonight being a, a bit of a farewell game. And I think uh, I will be pretty annoyed to see any of these players that have their contract, contract expiring on the field. Even Alan McGregor, who has been just a, a wonderful uh, keeper for us, I think that we should be using any possible um, competitive time to be playing McCrory and we, we don't have the luxury or the time to be sentimental at Rangers at the moment uh, What do you think? Is that worth considering? Or, or have they learned already about McCrory and can learn again at the weekend? Yeah, listen, I think all, all he's got his, uh, you know, his point and uh, I think a lot of fans will agree with that, you know, and get a few other younger boys on, give them the, the, the competition, particularly when it's against a, a team like Hearts, you know, who, who are obviously trying to uh, finishes high up in the league make sure they finish at least above Hibernian um, so there, there is a competitive edge to the game um, and, I, and I think that if you're wanting to try younger players sometimes at the end of the season that there's nothing to play for and, and if it's easier so I get that side of it but also I think from the side of as I think it was Kenny mentioned the other one somebody like Alan McGregor you know um, you know uh, he, 
I don't think you're, go- you're going to lose anything by playing him put that way. He's still number one, isn't he? He's, he's actually mm. only not playing to give Robbie McCrory yeah. a chance. Yeah. Uh, to me, as I say, I, I don't, I don't think it makes an overall difference to to, to a couple of players. Uh, as I said, to you, in particular, Arfield and and McGregor. That that those two, I think, is fine. Yet there's still plenty of room for other young players to come in if Michael Beale decides to do that. I, I think, from from a player's point of view, I think if Alan McGregor, his 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 time that he served at Rangers has been incredible. But from a, a selfish point of view, for him, this could be his last ever competitive football game. And for a player that that means everything from the age of five, six, seven, whenever whenever you started playing that that means an awful lot to you. So I think it is a game uh, to play mm. a, uh, an Alan McGregor tonight. I know what you're saying, Ollie, because it's one of those phrases in it. You know, no no room for sentimentality in football, and you say we can't afford the luxury. I, I wonder if you almost can though, because there's just not often games of this. Dare I say it? Meaningless when when you're at you know the big two in in Glasgow, um, and it's not like you're chucking some. You know, random fifth choice keeper in for a token appearance. It's just Alan McGregor, isn't it? Yeah, I mean that's that's true. I, I just feel like it. I, I want to give um, McCrory the the game time before uh, next season to to make sure he's um, our guy. Um, and another point I wanted to make was uh, I, I was so surprised to see Arfield on that list, and I was really gutted um, about that one. Um, I'm hoping it's a, a decision about freeing up wages and maybe he was on more wages than we thought for his role. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a bit of a shocker. It's been a bit of everything, isn't it? You look at tonight, Kieran Dowell's arrived, and I know they're not exact, but Nicholas Raskin and Todd Cantwell still come into the midfield picture. Mm-hmm. Ryan Jack staying, unless they can do something, Glenn Kamara's under contract. Mm-hmm. There's talk about Jose Cifuentes from yeah. LA. You just can't do it, can you? Yeah, and as a player, you, you, you're realistic in the matter. You have a, an honest discussion with the manager, and but you, you know, as as you said, Scott Scott's you know still playing. He knows if you look at you know a, a piece of paper and you write down eight central midfield players, and you're a central midfield player, and you think, well, <laughs> that, there's no way. And the manager has to change it. I mean, we've had callers on here before, uh, Gordon, that says this guy should go and that guy should go Ryan Jack being one of them Lindstrom because they haven't been successful enough it's time to make a real clean sweep but there's uh, so many players there and Scott Arfield yeah uh, he, listen, he is popular with the support there's no doubt about that and rightfully so but nevertheless he wants to play as many games as possible week in week out that is not going to happen to Rangers with the as you say the new signings there'll be more to come in and he goes further back in the pecking order and wouldn't you wouldn't you, you wouldn't want to be a Scott Arfield just kind of getting the odd minute you know five minutes token gesture substitution at the end of the game Scott no I think I think as a player I think Scott Arfield would be sitting there even during the poor form that Rangers were going through it uh, at some points during the season thinking he could make a difference and and didn't quite get that opportunity to do so so I think I think it probably has been amicable for, for both clubs he might be on a high wage as the caller says and looking at game time and wages clubs have, have a, a certain structure they want to work from and Rangers by the way obviously mm. announcing it yesterday and what's coming in the summer there'll be a lot of big huge changes coming in the summer yeah. the, the other thing going sorry is just that you know when players are out of contract it's easier for the managers you, you mentioned the likes of Glenn Kamara and there's maybe one or two others who are under contract you know, you have to make some sort of negotiation with those players or sell them. One of the two, um, some sort of you know contractual obligation. Whereas, if the manager is trying to clear the decks, 
it's much much easier if you're out of contract yeah. you know and, and I know that we, we go on a bit earlier on about the sentiment but that's when you have to take the sentiment out to say listen I need to clear space mm. here um, these guys are under contract so I can't move them at this moment in time but Scott Arfield is out so this gives us a chance to clear the decks yeah I know there was talk of uh, Scott Wright to Preston for instance I saw that today Michael is on the line Michael here's what we'll do Give you the Celtic team Because that way you can react to it Whilst you're hanging on the line But it's just breaking news So Gabriel has it for us Yes Gordon Six changes from Ange Postacoglu Since the weekend's draw against the Saints uh, You've got Joe Hart uh, Greg Taylor Matt O'Reilly Jota Dazenmeida Kyogo all dropping out and in come Bain, Kobayashi, Bernabe, Haksabanovic, oh, and Abada. So the team is as follows. It's Scott Bain in goal, a back four of Tony Ralston, Carl Starfield, uh, Yuki Kobayashi and Alexandro Bernabe. Tomoki Iwata gets pushed forward into midfield. Callum McGregor plays in front of him with Rayo Hatate and it's a new front three of Lila Abada, Sayed Haksabanovic and oh. The bench, Hart, Taylor, Kyogo, Turnbull, Jota, O'Reilly, Maida, Forrest and Welsh. Strong bench, that's for sure. Um, let's bring in Michael then. Michael, what do you make of that team? A number of changes. Are we changing goal? I think it's the first we've seen of Scott Bain this season. Joe Hart plays every game so far. What do you make of that one? Uh, don't like Bernabal. Get rid. Joe Hart, I want to get rid. Um, Ralston, get rid of him. Uh, H- Haskabanovic. He's garbage. Um, oh, don't rate him either. He's another one. Who, who do? Uh, who do like, it might be easier to tell us who you do like. Um, if we didn't have Kyogo for a start, we would be in trouble. Right? <laughs> what do you mean in trouble? What type of trouble? Because do you know something, right? The last four games, do you know something? When Celtic, when certain teams play a certain way, right? I've noticed this about Celtic. They can't handle it. St. Murren got in their faces, right, Gordon? Rangers got in their faces, pal, right? And I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Is this not recency bias, though, Michael? I mean, you're right in the last two games, but Celtic have won the title, probably win the treble, 96 points. Doesn't sound like they've had too much trouble coming up against teams no matter how they play. Going on about, Celtic fans going on about that, that game was meaningless at Ibrox. No, it's no. We want to beat Rangers. Um, and the thing is If you're champions You play like champions To the very very end Because see to play Ranked rot in the night um, And Saturday against Aberdeen That'll be a big Big disappointment for me Well Mike was not a happy man I think that's safe to say What did you make of that Celtic team? I think the change in goal Is interesting Just because it's It's the first time I mean Nance Postacoglu has Even in the last couple of weeks Had opportunities to change that But it's This is the first time yeah, obviously, Bain, Scott Bain comes in. He's played a lot of games in the in the SPFL over over a number of years. I think, I think from the outside looking in, it looks like he's trying to rest a lot of players who have played a lot of football this year. Your Callum McGregor's who probably plays the most doesn't get doesn't get left out. But your your attacking players, listen, and everybody spoke about the the depth and the quality of Celtic squad the whole season. Those players came in and like the like the call says about the old firm game. They, there was chances here to come and show that you're you're willing to fight for a. Starting eleven spot and they haven't taken it, so as I think it makes a lot of good points there. So there is guys for next season trying to show that they they want to be in the starting eleven. How much of this is the cup final in mind as well, Jim? You can almost see it now because of the you know the games remaining. So on paper, you might look at six changes, experimentation tonight, full strength team at the weekend, and all going well. That team plays the cup final. Is that how it might look? Yeah, but look. 
I, I think that um, he's in a cup final. I think most of us will be able to pick nine, ten players anyway. I think when it comes to the cup final, regardless of how these games mm-hmm. are, that's what I mean. It's um, almost like, you know, yeah, exactly. It, it's you know, you're giving some players game time, as Scott said, for for, for reasons. You know, show and show people that yeah, you know, good enough to be part of the squad before Ange Postecoglou then looks to strengthen it again, um, and and in the summer. But I think Michael's very very harsh on a lot of the players. I think um, that like likes it all for talking sake. Come from a different country, haven't he? Play second fiddle to the best player in the, in the country at this moment in time. Kyogo, very difficult. But you know, give him time. You know, <laughs> give him give the boy a bit of time to come in and settle into it and get more game time. I think similar to Haksabanovic, he doesn't get regular starts because Jota and Maeda are, are normally the two players. But I think he is a, a decent player. A bad as we know is a terrific goal record for a wide player. Um, so yeah, I think he's been very harsh. Um, you know, when the title's done and dusted, yeah, you can say what you like about well, playing right to the end and all that. But when you're a player, you just drop your levels a little bit. It's, it's natural. It happens to everybody, um, you know, or most teams anyway. Um, and and you can almost just kind of see out the regular season. If Celtic then go and beat Inverness, they'll have won the treble. Yeah, yeah, yeah Michael. <laughs> you, you know, I just do not know what Michael you, is wanting. You then. can't possibly be this negative when there's a treble. So I've got a challenge for you before you go. Who do you like? Tell us who your favourite player is and why. I love uh, Andrew jo- Andrew Johnson, Carter Vickers. Um, I like Ali Labada. I don't want him to leave Celtic because he's a good wee player. I think he shows more heart. Then, and that media couldn't hit a barn door at No, thing. see, oh, you've, you've ruined on. it You've ruined uh, it It was all going so well That was Joe Hart he said there, wasn't it? Uh, honestly <laughs> We nearly got there Then we just Oh, anyway All good fun, I think uh, 01419511025 uh, So, interesting Celtic team Six changes Joe Hart in goal Likes of O playing And Kobayashi um, And God, Bernabe. I was going to ask you You, you know, I know I know you normally ask us But what do you think about the David Turnbull situation there? Because well, you just know you know how he, my he's not the guy. He's, he's not even getting into a, a, a team when he's made so many changes. Do you just think it's t- he's just a boy that's ready to leave Celtic in the summer? Do you think, Jim? If you're asking me, would Mother will take him back? Yes, <laughs> yes, would be the answer. I think I can yeah. say that for sure. Um, right, let's round off team. Let's get the the Hibs team quickly with Gabriel, and then we've got big team news at Ibrox. Who's getting their farewell? But Gabriel first with that Hibs team since he's given us Celtic already. Yeah, thanks Gordon. Two changes for Hibernian, perhaps a change of formation as well. Looks like it's a 5-3-2 formation. David Marshall is in goal. A back five of Lewis Miller, Will Fish, CJ Egan Riley, Paul Hanlon and Lewis Stevenson. It'll be Jake Doyle, Hayes, Joe Newell and Jimmy Jagger midfield with Eli Yuan and Kevin Nisbet up top. Substitutes Johnson, Cabrera, Cadden, Hop, Devlin, Henderson, McCurdy, Campbell and Rocky. Uh, OK, let's go to Ibrooks. Who's getting their farewell from the start? Who has to come off the bench? Who's not getting it at all? Andrew McLean. Yeah, the question was, is there room for sentimentality? Well, yes, there is. Alan McGregor starts this game. It will be his final competitive appearance at Ibrooks, and Alfredo Morelos is in from the start as well. However, Scott Arfield has to settle for a place on the bench. Interestingly, Glenn Kamara, who really hasn't had much of a look-in of late, he is in the starting 11. So I'll run through that full Rangers starting 11 for you. It's Alan McGregor in goal. The back four, James Tavernier, John Suter, Leon King and Ridvan Yilmaz. The midfield three, John Lundstrom, Glenn Kamara and Nicola Raskin with Todd Cantwell and Fashion Sakala supporting Alfredo Morelos. The substitutes, McCrory, Hadji, Jack, Matondo, Wright, Barisic, Arfield, Devine and Lowry. As for Hearts, Xander Clark, 
in goal for them. It looks as if Nathaniel Atkinson will be playing at left back for them. So it'll be James Hill, Toby Sibbett, Kai Rolls and Nat Atkinson across the back. Cami Devlin and Peter Haring, the two holding midfielders. Yutaro Oda and Alan Forrest, the wingers. Lauren Shankland just in behind Josh Janelli. The substitutes for them, Stuart Smith, Grant Keogh, Halliday, Mackay, Nielsen, Tate and Quall. The referee for this one, John Beaton, the VAR, Willie Collum. There you are, there is a bit of sentimentality. Rangers fans going along. Scott will be hoping for... One last Alan McGregor top draw save Followed by berating the defence referees And opposition players around him And maybe another Morelos goal And knee slide or whatever it is he does afterwards Yeah well I think what we touched on a bit earlier It's it's, it's good to see them probably get that send off That well, I think they, they, they most definitely deserve I think I feel maybe a surprise one Maybe thought we might have An impact this. player right to the very end <laughs> very On this season yeah. by the looks of it Very very harsh if you ask me yeah, I think that I think that's part of the reason why Scott Harfield is thinking I'm I made the right decision here. If I can't get a, a start uh, in this type of game, but uh, you know, listen, uh, you know, Hearts, you know, want to try try and make it as competitive as they possibly can. I think that I think that this will be a tough game for Rangers tonight. Um, you know, I think I, I would I, I can see Hearts maybe nicking a point at Ibrox tonight because I, I just think with the, the changes Rangers have made. And Hearts have got a little bit more to play yeah. for So I, I think it could be a draw there Interesting team news And we're not done yet We've not touched Scratched the surface of that relegation battle So if your team is involved And you're brave enough to tell us how nervous you are Pick up the phone and let us know 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard an hour to kick off then across the Premiership tonight Every team involved, a full card, a penultimate set of fixtures And there is a lot happening We've given you teams from Hibs Celtic and Rangers Hearts We will turn our attentions to the relegation battle very soon But let's bring in Richard in Livingston first Who's a Celtic fan, Richard, how are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm good, thanks Good, what's your point tonight? Um, it was just really um, My fellow Celtic fan that was on before Was um, pretty much writing off well, it sounded like nearly the entire squad. And I, I don't know why there seems to be a panic setting in with some Celtic fans because we're, we've won the league, we've won the League Cup, hopefully we do a treble. <laughs> Had a couple of, you know, not great performances in the last few weeks. And I, but I, I really don't see what the panic is. And I, I wonder if it's just because you, you, uh, Rangers tend to like be in the press a lot more. I don't know if it's because of that, but I just don't see there's any panic. I have no idea. I mean, Rangers. I've said this the last few nights uh, or last couple of weeks. Rangers rebuild certainly will be in the press a bit more just now because it's like when you're the chasing pack, it's almost like everyone's looking at you as if to say how you're going to respond. Then like Celtic, I've got two trophies and it will be three probably um, unless Inverness can cause a big upset. So. Don't think any of that will be be taken away, Scott. Are, are some fans overreacting to the last couple of games? Yeah, I think uh, I think when you obviously see Rangers come out in the press, the old fun game that that Rangers won, it was as good as Rangers has probably played all season. But like Jim says, Celtic have won the league. Naturally, sometimes you just kind of coast to the end of the season, and then when that big game comes again uh, next week in the in the Scottish Cup final, you'll see the Celtic you've probably seen all season. I think just from from my point of view would be. You were probably a bit disappointed in the in the squad players that have come in. You maybe mm-hmm. expected a bit more, but they've not had the game time that other players have had. So naturally, the players uh, fans might be thinking maybe they're not as good as we think they are. But 
Listen, Celtic over the course of the season have been incredible. I mean, is that fair, Richard? People might still be overreacting fine, but could the likes of Kobayashi or Haxabanovic or, or Bernabe, could they be doing with a really strong showing tonight? Um, I think Kobayashi could do with a, a decent game. I don't think there's that many of the French players that are actually going to go. The only one I would possibly have concern about is uh, Bernabe. But that's only because it's had a lot more game time. I think it's far too early for, for the rest of them, to be honest. Um, I'm quite happy with Alston, you know, standing at right back. I've not got a problem with him at all. I know some Celtic fans, because the last couple of weeks have, but I don't. I think he's he's a really, really good player that is um, more than capable of holding his own in the, the, definitely the Scottish Premiership anyway. Yeah, they are at different stages, I guess. Jim would because just simply he's been here the longest. Would would some Celtic fans be right in, in hoping to see a bit more from Burnaby soon? Yeah, I think Burnaby maybe the little one because he's been there a bit longer. I mean, Kobayashi, Awata, guys like that. Oh, you know, they they're the ones that you know again coming from a different country, different culture. He thinks it doesn't just click. Some guys, I think people are looking at Kyogo, Maeda, perhaps, and and everybody gets judged by that. But not everyone settles in. Sometimes players are younger, takes them a little bit longer. That they grow into it. Anton Ralston was one. I mean, he, he went loaned on D United places like didn't he quite click for him? Different managers didn't fancy him. Mm. Everybody was always looking for a right back. You had Juranovic and Alistair Johnson come in, has been immense. I have to say that what a fantastic signing. But I think I think Anthony Ralston's been a more than capable with deputy for him uh, in that time. I think Celtic are that used to winning. I think that's the biggest problem Not to do with Rangers Or the publicity Or whatever It's just that Celtic Are that used to winning That used to dominating games And if you have a mini blip It gets exaggerated The performance levels And and, and I think as I said Also with the fact Is that Ange Postacoglu For by and large Over 90 odd percent of the season Would keep a real core mm. Of the team there And in the last few games He's decided to, to change that Yeah I mean to be fair To almost go back On the question I asked Jim Scott Like Burnaby has been here Longer than than Kobayashi, um, and an O certainly, but it's still his first season. He's, he's still only played. I think is it twenty seven appearances. Not too many of them will be from the beginning. Is it, is it still early? Is it because the bar was set with guys like Hitati and Kyogo who make it look like it's no hassle at all to settle? Yeah, I, th- I think I think the the bar has been set by your your Kyogos. I, I don't think any of us expected him to to come into to, to Scotland and, and play as well as he as he did uh, as soon as he did. I think if you could maybe compare it to how Greg Taylor was in his first season, a lot of Celtic fans didn't think he was good enough. And then this season, he's been one of Celtic's standout performers. Yeah, and he's Scottish and coming from, you know, not having to move country and all that know, kind of stuff, you know. He's an extra 10 miles <laughs> to do. Exactly, that's all he has to do. And, and Anthony Ralston's best form came when he got the longest run in the team. And I think someone was out injured. He, he provided assists, he defended really well. So that was under a sustained amount of games and being able to settle into the team without probably the pressure of coming in out, am I going to do well? Will I not be in? Do you still think guys like Kobayashi or Richard you still actually fancy them to come good? Um, yeah, I think so. I think it's like far too early. I think um, I think they've all like Kobayashi was good until the Hearts game. I think uh, Oh, I think has shown really good flashes, and I think he'll settle down. I, I wanted to ask Jim a question if that was okay. Of course. Um, oh, Jim, I was I was going to ask you as a manager. If you were the manager of a team that had won the league, the League Cup, on a treble, and the first question in your press conference was, 
what do you think about what Rangers are doing? How would you feel? Yeah, He's a director I, of football now. Actually, I think you'll find Richard yeah, if but, you if you check the press today. Yeah, but I, I, no, I think I think like um, I, I, you only concern yourself with your own club. You're never concerned. Uh, about the opposition and I think it's always a difficult one because it's, it's listen journalists are, are, are obviously have to ask certain questions uh, and sometimes you know my, my managers get a little bit up to, uh, with that but I think that uh, in Ange Postacoglu's case um, you know he's really and, and, and he's stated it from day one and you've got to completely focused on Celtic he's got no interest in who um, Rangers sign or their um, uh, you know um, development uh, under Michael Michael Beale. It's got no no concern of him. It'll only be a, a concern if Rangers are either above Celtic or breathing down their neck for the whole season. Then there's a real competition. Then then he might look at it and think, right, okay, you know we need to change our, our, our game a little bit. Or we need to up our game a little bit. But certainly at the moment, I think if you can ever be relaxed as a manager, Ange Postecoglou is as relaxed as you can possibly be. See if we're um. <laughs> Talk, going through all these players, you know that Richard's kind of full of confidence on on most of them, which is again I think it's it's fairly understandable. There's no need to get carried away. What do you think about Haksabanovic? Seems to I've noticed a few calls recently because he he's different and he's had a lot of games for Celtic this season. Um, is he you know is he more of an impact player? Has he managed to grab his chance from the start yet? I think it will. I think Ange Postecoglou definitely sees him as an impact player, but it's it's also hard to judge him in terms of how well uh, Jota has been for Celtic this year. He's in, in the last two years. Jota's a if, if Jota's fit, he plays every week. Haxibanovic wants to play in that same position, come in, come in off the wings and get on the ball. So it's hard. But if you want to be a successful club, and I think Celtic really want to kick on in terms of the group stages this year, so they need to have players who are going to come in and, and, and deputise for these players who are performing week in week out. 39 appearances this season It just shows you a, well, a couple of things but, but In terms of minutes though, say, exactly. minutes is important Celtic play so many games mm. And you've got the subs rule now as well So mm. it means you can come on a lot um, But you know you wouldn't The reason I ask for him Because you wouldn't put him mm. in the, the Kobayashi no. Bracket of like Oh he's brand new And we yeah, but he seems kind of in a, a middle ground. If you yeah, like. I think it's always difficult when players come in at first and they, they don't hit the ground running for a variety of reasons. In his case, it was injury. You know, didn't quite get the, hit the ground. And then as Scott says you've got pretty much automatic starters in Maida and Jota to start with. And it, so you're, you're you're playing second fiddle. You know that you're having to try and wait in these guys. The form either dipping or getting an injury, sadly, or whatever happens to be to get a regular run. Bigger clubs now, I think, is harder for players. You know, I really do because the squads are so strong. As you mentioned, nine subs. There's usually two or three guys in the stand that don't even make the bench. So it is difficult. We were talking earlier on about Scott Arfield and not getting game time. These guys eventually, I mean, we, we Celtic obviously ha, had it um, earlier on um, when players leave when they, they're not getting game time. Eventually, there'll, there'll come a time whether it's Haksabanovic or anybody else. If they're continually only getting, um, you know, the odd substitute appearance, they'll probably go and say, "Listen, I want to move on and get myself some some regular game time," uh, and that's understandable, even if you are at a big club. But from the manager's point of view, he needs a strong squad. He needs that competition, that competitive edge, because it makes the training competitive. That in turn makes the game competitive, and it keeps his players playing at a high standard. Uh, Andrew McLean is either ex- even more on the ball than I ever dreamed he could be or he's really bored sitting at Ibrooks because he's just got in touch to tell me that Haksibanovic has 25 Premiership appearances but only the equivalent of 9.2 90 minutes 
You could have left out the point too. Nobody would have nobody would have bothered. Nine ninety minutes. We'll well, call it that. That's we'll what I mean. It's really hard to judge a player on that. And that could be you say nine ninety minutes, it could be one every month, you know what I mean? You, yeah. you just you just don't exactly. know. So it's pre season's gonna be huge for a lot of these players. Interesting. Thank you very much, Richard. It was nice to speak to you and it's time already for this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football. Come on then, beat the pundit time 01419511025 I'll let you in on a bit of a secret, right? One of these two Only got back from Ibiza yesterday So you've got a huge <laughs> No prizes for guessing which one, by the way So you've got every chance To try and take advantage of that Jim Duffy will tell us all about it After the news It's 01419511025 And you must call before 7 Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Getting closer to those big kickoffs tonight. Hibs against Celtic. We've given you the teams. Rangers Hearts. We've given you the teams. The real meaningful ones. Um, well, they, those are meaningful for Hibs and Hearts, of course. But Aberdeen St Mirren huge in the race for Europe as well. Dundee United, Kilmarnock United could be relegated tonight technically. So we'll keep an eye on that. We'll give you team news there. Livy Motherwell, maybe not so much riding on that one. And Ross County, St. Johnson, huge as well. So we'll give you team news and everything you need to know about some of the others very soon. But let's do this first. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Right, beat the pundit time. How's it been going this week? Gordon Dale lost last night So it means we've got a bit of life From the listeners I think we had a Marvin won this week as well So it's, it's all It's level One all One all In the game so far Darren Is a Kilmarnock fan tonight How's it going Darren? Yeah, it's all good Just for the way the game Is this how you plan on Putting your pre-game Pre-game nerves to one side By playing beat the pundit? No Not really I've just run out of drink <laughs> well, listen, please drink responsibly. I think it's um, it's the only message I have for you. How are you feeling about the game tonight? Uh, I think we win and Ross County lose and we stay up. Well, he's made it sound very simple. Can you do it? Obviously, away form has been tough, hasn't it, this year? Can you go up to Tannadice and win tonight? Of course we can. Yeah. Are you going to the game, by the way? Are you in some sort of local? Are you in some sort of local establishment in Dundee? No, I'm on the bus. On the bus. So you've got about forty people helping you. Seven, I think. Good, good. I like it. I like your style, right? Anyway, before this gets out of hand, um, and if you guessed correctly, it was Scott Allen. It wasn't Jim Duffy. He was just back from Ibiza. Can't believe it. See the difference between you two. The only the, the world's minimal. Only, the world's only teetotaler from Mary Hill, and a man who's just spent the week in Ibiza. I know who Excuse I'd rather. Me, you, don't you be ridiculing Mary Hill. You're maybe like cute side. I'm just saying you're one of a kind. That, that was all I was all I was getting at. I wouldn't dare. Um, right, heads. It will be Jim Duffy. Tails. It will be Scott Allen. And it is. Heads, you're off oh. the Look at the relief on his face. Oh, not a chance he was getting any of these right. Anyway, right, Darren, I'll give Jim some greatest hits radio to listen to. 30 seconds, answer as many as you can. Pass if you don't know the answer, okay? Yes, boss. Let's go. Who's the only player announced to be leaving Rangers who's not played a game this season? Hollander. Who were the last side that Celtic beat in the league? Uh, how? Which Scottish Championship team did St Johnston face in last year's playoffs? Dundee. Which Scotland manager gave Stuart Armstrong his first senior cap? Dundee United. Before Hibs, who are the only team Darren McGregor played with in the Scottish Premiership? Good, who was the Dundee United boss at the start of this season? Jim 
Liam, uh, Jack Ross. Okay, let's bring back Jim Duffy. Can you hear us? That was loud. That was about a meatloaf. That was belting out. Is that not up your street now? <laughs> That's all right. Don't mind. It was loud. Right, same set of questions, shall we? Mm-hmm. Who's the only player announced to be leaving Rangers who's not played a game this season? Uh, Philip Palander. Who were the last side that Celtic beat in the league? Um, Livingston. Which Scottish Championship team did St Johnston face in last year's playoffs? Mm, Inverness. Which Scotland manager gave Stuart Armstrong his first senior cap? Stevie Clark. Before Hibs, who are the only team Darren McGregor played with in the Scottish Premiership? Mm, Darren McGregor. Dundee United. Who was the Dundee United boss at the start of this season? Jack Ross. Which current English Premier League side did Neil Lennon join after leaving Celtic as a player? Uh, <laughs> Uh, current Premier League team Leicester City Okay Darren How do you think it went? Eh hey, Draw Player mm, well, <laughs> Let's find out <laughs> Philippe Hollander You both got <laughs> Celtic beat Hearts Didn't they To win the league <laughs> Darren got okay, it yeah, Well done He went yeah, oh, Darren went Hearts Or something along <laughs> those lines We did get it uh, So it's 2-1 Equaliser Jim Duffy Though St Johnston Played Inverness mm-hmm. I find it really hard To remember who was In the playoffs yeah, exactly right. For some reason um, But we're level None of you knew The Scotland manager Who gave Armstrong His cap Levine Strachan it was mm-hmm. None of you got it Darren McGregor's Only Scottish Premiership side Apart from Hibs It was St Mirren So we played with oh, Rangers yeah. In the championship yeah. Yeah. So We're 1-up To no, it's level. Oh, is it level? Did, did, well, level? Oh, I don't, I, I don't know if Darren got that. Oh, Darren got St Mirren Sorry, Darren. Sorry, Darren. Sorry, Darren. Sorry. The bus uh, got the bus got <laughs> that. Um, so, who was the Dundee United manager at the start of the season? It was Jack yeah. Ross. Are we giving that to Darren, producer Chris? What did he say? Did he say Jack Ross or no? He, he sort of said Jim Jack Ross. <laughs> Jim Ross. Right, Darren, we're going to the tiebreaker. Blame, blame producer Chris. We're going to the tiebreaker. Are you ready? I know, mate. You did say Jim, though, didn't you? That was I was going to I've seen Darren Ross Exactly right I think you let this guy Get back to the bar He definitely said Jim So we'll go to the tiebreaker I'll read the question I'll get Jim to write His answer down And I'll then Invite Darren And the the crew To give me their attempt Are we ready? Okay How many games Have Alan McGregor Alfredo Morelos Ryan Kent Scott Arfield And Philip Hollander Played this season Combined Scribble it down This season This season McGregor Morelos Kent Arfield Hollander how many have they played this season Is combined? it starts or just Just played Alright played right. right Jim Show me your paper quickly And Darren What would your attempt be? 74 Okay 74 says Darren 100 says Jim Nice round mm-hmm. number Well Hollander's played none We know that mm-hmm. McGregor's 35 Arfield 41 yep. They're counting up It's 164 So Jim mm-hmm. Duffy takes it On the tiebreaker Hard lines Darren that's my, that's my order. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your team I hope your team has better luck in front of goal tonight, Darren. We'll win <laughs> We'll see. Thank Good you very stuff. much, Darren. Uh, somewhere on a bus between mm. Kilmarnock and Dundee. I Dundee. hope they're nearly there. Mm. That'll be uh, running late. But anyway, right. thank you very much. You'll be by Perth by now, surely. Oh, you'd like to think so. But um, the same ball stays here. So well done, Jim Duffy. Mm. Kept your cool on the tiebreaker. <laughs> I was worried about that. I would have been fine on that. Would you? Aye. Easy to say that. Aye. The pressure's Aye. Aye. No, exactly. You're standing there relaxed. Yeah, exactly. The suntan. Aye, no. Looking like a male model. Honestly. How was it? Was it good? It was absolutely average. 
Just <laughs> nah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Really and back into pre pre season, that's the most annoying phrase that you footballers ever come out with, by the way. But are you doing that stuff already? Yes, already, of course. Good. And I like how they all put it on their Instagram just to show all the fans, Jim, <laughs> that they're putting in the hard yards before the actual pre season starts back. Mm, so r- running from one pub to another pub is that what yeah, they exactly. I'll go to sun destinations and do yeah. it now. Well, that's what he used to do anyway. I don't know that he's on both. If he's, <laughs> to re- if he's having to rein that in. Yeah, yeah, that's a, bit, a couple of good caravan sites up there. They can, you know, spend a lovely holiday. The um, are you having a change of role, Jim mm-hmm. Duffy? We alluded to this earlier with one of the previous callers. So obviously the season ended in disappointment mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. What was that like? And it was now announced today that you'll actually take up more of a director of football role at Clyde. Yeah, I mean, it was very difficult, obviously, when you get to the, the very last games. And, you know, two things for us, you know, you want all your players available, and sadly that wasn't the case. And then we got an awful lot of injuries in the last game as well. But you got, as I said before, you got to credit Ann and Ann did really, really well right through the, the campaign. Um, you know, and, and I wish Peter all, all the best. Um, but obviously, I spoke to the club a couple of weeks ago, and then we wanted to wait until it was all done and dusted. Um, and I think it's time that, you know, like somebody like myself can can maybe look at different you know aspects of of um, you know restructuring a club, uh, looking at all aspects of the football side. Listen, we know that finance plays a major part in that, and we don't have a lot of money, but uh, you know I still want to be involved. Um, you know in the in the um, the development of the team. You know the you know the structuring of the football club, and we'll bring in a new you know young coach. Um, as I said, I, I don't like really using the term mentor. I think just guidance. I'll have a bit of guidance in in the. How long that lasts will obviously depend on a number of things, but we've only got two signed players. You know, we're going to have to find an incredible that. squad. I think so many fans in Scotland won't see that side of it. Mm. You've got two players for two, next season. Yeah. And wow. when when's the first uh, via play cup? Game? That'll be the middle of July. Pre season <laughs> will start middle of June. So you you know you're really put that. So that to me that's part of the thing of being say director of football, call it whatever title you like. But then if I can try mm. and deal with that. The, the coach can then look to try and you know galvanise the team and you know, mm. and get the team together and you know blend the team and get them into yeah. a style where playing all these kind of things because it's going to be really tough. So it's just really to try mm. and help um, you know take away some of that that um, aspect of it um, for for a young coach coming in mm. and then as I say they give them a bit of guidance as it goes and we'll see how much of a connection I have with the team for the deal in a, a daily basis but in a, in a weekly yeah. basis or whether I, I gradually just kind of move away from that Look, maybe there is no conclusion to be drawn but what I've noticed mm-hmm. everyone will have noticed this season I don't know what this says about you know like upward trajectory downward mm-hmm. trajectory momentum so far the the lower ranked team has won all mm-hmm. the playoffs you know so Spartans mm-hmm. beat Albion Rovers mm-hmm. unfortunately for Jim Annan beat mm-hmm. Clyde and Airdrie beat Hamilton yeah. Ackies. I don't know if that's some sort of omen for the Premiership. Because um, I know mm. this stuff's been said before, but, you know, do you think that... Are we starting to see that play a bit of a part? Mm. You know, teams that are ultimately having their, a good season, they yeah. feel like they're on the up? Yeah, I think I think so. I think that that's what's happening. I think, I mean, obviously, Airdrie, you know, a fantastic season. Last season as well, very consistent as well. Um, but I think that, listen, you still need a wee element of good fortune to fall your way. Airdrie sure. scored, I think, in the 91st minute. So you, you still need a little bit of good fortune. Um, but Annan, as I said, as you say, winning games, scoring goals, they get into that kind of with the belief. Patrick Thistle, obviously... I mean, a fantastic result against Queen's Park. Um, you know, two where they scored eleven goals in, in three three playoff yep. games. So finding goal scoring, finding your form right at the end of the season is very difficult and they've managed to do that. I can Yemi missing is a big blow oh, for huge, United, it? no doubt about that. 
But they'll have to throw everything at it on Friday night um, down at Somerset. I think it'll be a fantastic atmosphere down there. Thistle will be huge favourites. And then whoever play Patrick Thistle, you know, whatever Premier League uh, team plays them, I think they'll find mm-hmm. that a very tough tie because Thistle are absolutely fine if they manage to overcome Air United. Uh, just trying to iron out one of two difficulties at Tannadice, but we'll bring you team news very soon. Let's bring in Walter, who's a Rangers fan. How's it going, Walter? How are we doing, Gordon? All good here. What are you thinking tonight then in terms of these farewells and the, the goodbyes? Is that what tonight's all about? Ah, it's just to say goodbye, obviously, the players that have done what they've done. Um, it's kind of the team I expected. I thought Arfield would maybe start over Kamara. Um, I did expect McGregor to come in and probably Morelos as well. But uh, I think Arfield will come on at some point um, and get the farewell he deserves. Um, done a lot for the club, obviously, the time he's been there, been a fan favourite for the start. And, also McGregor all these two spells I don't know how anybody could say a bad word about him but no I'm just uh, looking forward to it you know what's funny I think particularly because it's Kent Morelos you know so much debate so much said about them and we had a fan on earlier kind of not too complimentary about the way it's ended do you think it's one of those that went in fact it won't apply to Kent tonight because he's not involved but when you're there and you're actually in the stadium and you've paid your money to go and he'll get he'll get a, a good reception won't he at the end yeah, I would expect so. Just for the amount of goals he scored for the Angels, that that European goal scoring record that we've we've spoke about all night, that that is an incredible achievement and a, a good payback for, considering the the transfer fee that they paid for him. So I feel I expect the Rangers fans to to give him a good send off, and I'd, I'd expecting he wants to go out with a bang as well with, with a few goals or so. So absolutely, yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's always a difficult one when players have been there for five years or more. Uh, they played a significant number of games. Everyone's got their opinions on whether somebody's successful or not successful. But they did help Rangers um, to that uh, title win under Stephen Gerrard, and I think that that should should never be forgotten. If you're a Rangers fan, I don't think it will be. And I think that's where ultimately the legacy will will, will be judged because that was so important, yeah. uh, you know, to, to stop um, Celtic in ten in a row. So from from the Rangers' point of view, uh, those type of players were instrumental. Where those players were instrumental in that happening, yeah. and I think that that will still be. Um, w- w- when they're holding the highest regard uh, amongst the fans I mean Walter this tonight maybe sums a lot of it up we're talking about five leaving farewells and Kieran Dowell's been announced as a new signing tonight I don't know I'm assuming there may be plans for is he going to be at Ibrooks or to do the big waving to the crowd or whatever I'm not sure um, I don't know if you know much about him what do you make of the business being done so early I'm glad that it's getting done early um, and as far as the transfers go I've just got to trust Bill because He's only made two signs in Raskin and Campbell and they've probably been our best two players since they came in. So as far as that goes, we can only trust them with that and see what happens. But no, I'm, I'm glad that it's getting done early. Hopefully a few more in the next couple of weeks or so. Um, try and get all our business done early in the summer so we can really kick on next year because, I mean, statistically, if you look at the, the league was already lost before he came in. He's done well since he came in. Maybe learned one or two things for the Celtic games that could have been done different, but that hopefully will be better next year and we can kind of push forward for their, these new signings yeah apparently he is at Ibrox but he won't be paraded as such which is, I always feel it's, it can be a bit unfair you know unless a player's a real household name 
It's it's, it just can be a weird dynamic I'm not saying the Rangers fans won't welcome him But you know what I mean It's, it's like the, when you're at Real Madrid And you get one of the Galacticos and, 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 and they go out and there's like 30,000 people Just to see them in a Tuesday yeah. morning Or something like that Yeah I mean listen It's, it's a difficult one But, but the, the fact that Ton, uh, Todd Cantwell in particular From Norwich has done really really well um, Really uh, you know Engaged with the Rangers fans And playing well And I think when Kieran Dells comes in People were looking right Can he make a similar sort of impact Coming from the same team And you know obviously the style of football that Norwich had played uh, particularly under Daniel Farker initially and then obviously Raskin as is, is, is Walter said there has is, is been very good so yeah I mean the, the more success you have in that recruitment side and coming in and improving Rangers but they still need you know four or five other players in, 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 in key areas um, in my opinion uh, that, that, that will allow them to, to Kind of close the gap on Celtic again. That's where Celtic are at the moment. Ash Postecoglou, Ash Postecoglou has said that they will strengthen again as well. So you, you know, it's, it's trying to uh, you know shorten that gap or narrow that gap isn't always as simple as just bringing in players. Ever been paraded? I have, yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Celtic, was it Celtic? Celtic? Was yeah. it? I, mm-hmm. I feel like I had that in the back of my head, but I wasn't sure if I just made it up. What was the What was the game? Uh, they played Inverness at home It was just just standard Came out before the game uh, I got a good cheer to be honest So yeah. I, was, I was really nervous Before why. that one <laughs> That was the cheer You go to Celtic I wonder, I wonder why that was <laughs> Such a popular one at the time um, I didn't need to keep you up He's or anything Is that, no, is that a strictly Spanish keep thing Keep you up not my forte either I like that It's always like some big centre half Who just looks so uncomfortable Doing it But anyway uh, There we are Thank you to Walter Who's looking ahead to that game tonight between Rangers and Hearts. Going to give you team news because there are huge relegation games tonight. We'll do the team news for them next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Scott Allen and Jim Duffy are here. 0141 951 1025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Lots of team news to bring you from... Three big games certainly to come uh, We've already given you a couple of other heads up From the games involving Rangers and Celtic Before I do anything I'll set up tonight's teaser uh, And it's been sent in all the way from China Chris, you, you two are worldwide superstars quite clearly So Chris in China has sent it in and he says This is a bit of a tribute to Alan McGregor And that's why we'll use it tonight, right? Because he's involved So Alan McGregor and Joe Hart aside Can you name 11 other goalkeepers who've played in the Champions League group stages for Rangers or Celtic since 2000. So since 2000, 2001 season. Scott Bain. Um, 11 other goalkeepers apart from the current two of McGregor and Hart. Since since when? 2000, 2001. So Kloss. Stefan Kloss is one, well done. David Marshall. Uh-huh. Charbonnet. No. Letizia. Nope. You're running out. I see Scott Bain. Nope, not the Champions League groups. There's David Marshall on you. Yeah? Um, mm-hmm. So you've got Kloss and Marshall so far. Uh, Ronald Waters. Yes. Okay, Waters. we'll leave it there and we'll try and get the rest. So if you take out Hart and McGregor, the current first choices, can you name the 11 other goalies who've played in the Champions League group stages for Celtic or Rangers since 2000, 2001? You've done quite well to start Kloss, David Marshall, and Ronald. Vateris. We will get the rest very soon indeed. Right, let's get team news from some of the games that have knock on effects at the bottom. So, Ross County against St Johnston. Remember, if Ross County win that and Kelly go to Dundee United and win 
Dundee United will be relegated tonight So Liam Ross has the team news ahead of County against St Johnson Huge night at the Global Energy Stadium as the Staggies look to use their last home game of the regular season to steer away from relegation danger. County with an initiative tonight, giving some ticket holders the chance to bring a friend for free with the hope a big crowd will land a vital result. For St Johnston, Saturday's win secured their Premiership status, but Stephen McLean says there's no easing up. So to Team News and Ross County make two changes to the team that lost 1-0 at Motherwell on Saturday. They up with Laidlaw in goals, Watson, Baldwin and Smith in defence, Randall, Kenna, Laturi, Harmon and Danda in midfield, with Murray and White up front. For the Saints, it's just one change to the starting eleven that beats Kilmarnock with Ross Sinclair in goals and making his first start of the season. It's Brown, Gordon, Considine, Montgomery making up defence. In midfield, there's Wright, McPherson, McGowan, Carey and Ballantyne with Stevie May up front. Looking forward to that one Certainly Let's do teams ahead of Aberdeen Against St Mirren There was a lot of pre-match questions Whether the man of the moment Curtis Main Would make it Finlay Jack Has the teams A win for the Dons Would go a long way To securing European Group stage football For the first time Since 2007 Three points this evening Coupled with a Hearts draw Or loss at Ibrox Would guarantee Aberdeen Third place They'd then just need a favour from Celtic in the Scottish Cup final to earn a Europa League playoff spot. Duke is back leading the line with Bojan Miotski and Graham Shinney returns from that controversial four-match suspension that was extended from three games after the club failed an appeal at his red card against Ross County last month. Ross McCrory also returns at right wing-back. Standing in their way is St Mirren, who will be desperate to pip Hibs to fifth place and potentially earn their own European adventure. Unsurprisingly, Stephen Robinson names an unchanged team after holding champion Celtic to a 2-2 draw on Saturday. Curtis May netted a brace, as he did last time these sides met at Pataudry. Expect a thriller tonight. Both teams have scored in all three meetings this season which have each featured a red card and at least four goals. Guaranteed action then. I don't know about that, but um, Curtis Main being available. I don't know how fit he is, but he's certainly available to play. Just how big is that for St Mirren? That's huge. I mean, obviously, in, in, in the, you know, the way um, that um, Stephen Robinson sets up his team, he's been pivotal. You know, As he said, he's not a prolific goal scorer. I know he scored two against Celtic and was unlucky not to get a hat-trick, but generally speaking... It's just about leading the line, you know, he stretches defenders, he puts them under pressure, he creates space for other players, he, he triggers the press. Um, listen, he's been immense um, for, for, for Stevie Robinson and for St Mirren and I think it's a, a huge boost that, um, you know, because cause the, the Aberdeen defenders will know, they'll not get a minute's piece, they can't just kind of relax and switch off tonight because... You know, um, you know, the, he, he's going to he's going to give him absolute hundred percent. Um, you know, fr- from his perspective, so yeah, a, a great boost for St Man. It's massive, that isn't it, Scott? You look at what's at stake there. So if Aberdeen win, and they'll be again, let's throw that out the window. That you don't look at other results. They'll know Hearts are going to Ibrox. They'll think, you know, maybe if Hearts lose that one, that would open up a an unassailable gap in third place for Aberdeen over. Over Hearts it would cap off what Barry Robson set out to do So, And then at the other end of the, the equation St Mirren are trying to, to make moves and, and ultimately get into one of those European places Yeah I think starting off with, starting off with Aberdeen there When you look at what Barry Robson's done And the job it was in hand when he came in Aberdeen weren't in such a, a bad place when, eh, when Jim Goodwin sacked But what Barry Robson's done has been incredible If they finish third And you know I, I can't remember off the top of my head What the figure is for 
every every position uh, in the league. So St Mirren looking to close the gap in Hibs as well. So there's well, still Europe so much now that it should you know if the cup goes the way people expect mm. it to fifth place would be Europe, and then third is the one you really want for the big money because it's you're talking mm. six million quid for guaranteed group stage football. Mm. So. Yeah, I mean, massive. listen, it's just massive, particularly in S- S- Scottish football. I mean, it, you know, obviously, a, a lot of the the bigger English clubs also sometimes don't quite, uh, you know, uh, have that relevance of importance in these type of things. But in Scotland, it's massive. The only thing I hope is whoever gets in does a bit better than yeah, they normally know, do in the early stages. There just seems to be one of those things where it's almost like once we're in, that'll do us. And, and and they never really prepare properly, you know. They've not got themselves organised them, and ready to compete. I think when the games. Come I up. think the Motherwell one mm. at the start of this season was a real disappointment. Wasn't the Sligo game just to throw that in there? Because for a while people used to reference um, Kilmarnock's Conas yeah. Key or whatever yeah, yeah. it was, but now yeah, I think mm. now now Motherwell's the example they use. Mm. And Hearts got I mean, Hearts obviously mm. got the guaranteed group stage and they got a tough group, didn't they? Yeah. You do see the standard yeah. at that at that level. And, and also they were battered by injuries at that stage of the season as yeah. well. You know, you get into these type of games, you need your best players available, particularly your defenders, and they were shifting people all over the place. And I actually felt for Robin Nielsen. Mm. I actually do think that lingered over him a little bit, even though they were doing quite well in the league. Mm-hmm. When when it came to the decision making, I think people brought that up a little bit, you know, how disappointing a European campaign it was. Well, one team who were in Europe at the start of the season But the season is about to end in an entirely different fashion Would be Dundee United Remember that combination of results Which means they could technically be relegated tonight If Kilmarnock go to Tannadice and win And that's coupled with Ross County beating St Johnston and Dingwall It would be the end of the Premiership status for now For Dundee United It's been a poor season no matter what happens really But they will look to survive Dave Galloway is looking ahead to that one well, to say there's tension in the air at Tannadice tonight, Gordon, would be a big understatement with Dundee United's top flight status hanging by a thread. Opinions mixed among the Tangerines fans I spoke to earlier, ranging from confidence to given up. The fate of Jim Goodwin's side remains in their own hands, despite their perilous position propping up the Premiership to the teams then. And uh, plenty changes for both uh, lineups. Uh, Dundee United have Newman, Graham, Pollitt and Fletcher in for Birigiti, Middleton, Behich and McLeod. So they will line up uh, Newman in goals at the back, Aina, Mulgrew and Graham. Midfield, Niskanen, Sibold, Harks and McMahon with Pollitt and McGrath playing off Fletcher up top. The subs, Birigiti, June, Edwards, Middleton, Levitt, Freeman, Fotheringham, Thompson and McLeod. As for Kilmarnock, well, five changes for them. Income, Taylor, Stokes, McKenzie, Lyons and Polworth. Out, drop right, Dorset, Watson, Donnelly and McKenzie. It's Walker in goals, three at the back for them also, Mayo, Taylor and Stokes. They've got five in midfield, Armstrong, Lyons, Chambers, Polworth and McKenzie with a twin strike force of Dodge and Vassell. The subs, Hemming, Dorset, Power, Alston, Jones, Sanders, Murray Robinson and Cameron. The referee is Alan Muir and here at Sunny Tanadice VAR is Stephen McLean. Scott Allen, the club you know well, Dundee United, it could all come down to tonight. They'll be hoping, as Dave says, it is in their own hands so they have a way out if they can find the performances. Yeah, they, they need to win tonight, there's no question about that. There's, there's so much on the line. I know I touched on it at the start, but looking at them at the start of the season and the quality they've got in that team to see them at the bottom of the league, it's, it really is incredible and it shows you if you're not on it, you, you can be punished. So it doesn't get much bigger than this for Dundee United tonight. They'll be looking for their fans to back them all the way 
And I'm, I'm looking forward to actually seeing the game Stephen Fletcher Jim, there were talks that the season was over He's been deemed fit to play Again, I don't know if it's patched up emergency scenario But he's there, which is obviously a boost Yeah, I mean, listen, it depends on how fit he is I mean, he's not somebody that's sprinting about the pitch We know that He brings players into play He's experienced He's terrific in the air We know Again, you know, we're talking about Curtis Mania less, not not the, in the sense of pressing people, but in terms of, uh, I think, uh, you know, being a focal point, I think that's what he is more. Uh, and also, I think his, you know, calmness at times and, and another game game appreciation can make other players play a little bit. So I, I think it's more a psychological boost that he's in the team, but only if he's he's, he's fit enough, um, you know, to, to, to play at a decent level. There's always a risk there. And... This has come up a few times on the show recently History tells you the team that goes down in the Scottish Premiership Tends to have had problems in goal during that season it just they, they go hand in hand And Scott Dundee United would be a great example Berigiti's had a, a torrid time at certain moments He's been left out tonight And Jack Newman has come in He's only played twice It's huge, it's huge pressure and, and one of those was a 4-0 defeat against Dundee United Which came uh, against Ross County, sorry Which came just after the time that Birigiti got tackled into the net, yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. And that was the reaction the next week was to play Jack Newman and now he's back in. It just doesn't strike you as a very it's a, secure it's a, scenario. It's, it's a huge call from Jim Goodwin though and I think it, it, it basically shows you how poor Birigiti's been all season. And it, it's a funny one, uh, Jason Cummins played with him in, at Central Coast Manors last year and I remember he came and I'd asked him. He said he was, he was really good, he'd played for mm. Australia but he's came and he's, he's obviously not settled, he's, he's not performed well. Mm. Uh, to, to, to any standard to be honest but to throw in one one and a bit appearances because he replaced mm. Birigiti when, when he went off with the bruised ego or whatever it was mm. after the, mm. the Stevie May tackle um, huge came, call though but it, it so does he, show you said, what, what Jim Goodwin thinks of Birigiti he's had 95 minutes of action this season um, mm. he's 21 years of age apparently was pretty good at Peterhead by all, by all mm. accounts in his, his loan spell but yeah, I, I just think it's, a, it's a, listen. We talk about managers having to make tough calls at pivotal moments, and I think Jim Goodwin will stand or fall by this mm, one. Yeah. You know, if if the young boy does well, people will say what a decision that is, and a big decision the managers mm. made, and a big call. If he folds a little bit under the pressure, people say he should never have done it. So yeah. yes, a, a huge call from Jim, and you know, but he knows the boy, and he's worked well with him, and he's maybe yep. a chat with him. So he knows that's his bigger calls it gets mm. at this yeah, stage of the season. Let's let's bring in John quickly before kickoffs. John, what's your point on the Celtic team tonight? Hi, well, hi guys. Uh, I just think uh, that team tonight. I think I just when I was calling. I think I heard Jim saying about David Turnbull. I think this is like. It just makes I think it just makes that um, he won't. He's not got a future under Ange. Just neither do. Just been uh, they made six changes and uh, the guy's not even on the, the team. Just what the guys think. Does it suggest the end of the road or a player that would look to move on in the summer? Yeah, I think from from a personal point of view for David Tumbo, I think he'll be looking at that not giving the opportunity since the league's been wrapped up and, and not playing tonight. He'll be looking. At, he needs to go and play games because I think David Tumbo's got great quality. It might just not be the fit now with with Ange there, but there's there's no question he's got a lot of, mm. a lot of ability. He can see a pass, he can score a goal, so he, he he'll probably be looking to get away in the summer. I'd I imagine mean, tonight, to be fair, Jimmy, look, although there's changes, McGregor mm-hmm. and Hatati have stayed in, mm-hmm. and Ange Postecoglou doesn't like to deviate too much. But mm-hmm. he take look over the the body of work this season. It tells you he doesn't get the nod to start many 
many games anymore. No, but as 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 you know, we're saying there, you know, if if he if he's not going to start tonight, you know, when you've made those like some McGregor, you would think you could rest McGregor, could rest a tatty. Um, you you just don't see how he's going to force his way into a regular. Play. And again, they will strengthen uh, perhaps even in that area again in the summer. I think he's good enough to actually play in the English Premier League. I do, David Tumble. I think you know before I, I Ange came in, he was Celtic's best player, voted Celtic's best player in a very difficult season. I think uh, you know he's, he's he's got a lot of qualities. I think playing the right team with the right style, I think he can play definitely at the very highest level. I'm not saying the top six Premier League team or top eight possibly, but when I see the likes of shooting Armstrong and down and guys like that Christy. and playing and Brighton mm. Christie, I think David Turnbull is in that bracket. Thank you, John. Sorry it was short and sweet, but we need to go back around the grounds after Lee's kickoff coming thick and fast. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Scott Allen and Jim Duffy are here 0141 About to go around the grounds again Very quickly you two We asked you for On your teaser tonight Apart from Alan McGregor and Joe Hart Can you name the 11 other goalkeepers Who've played in the Champions League group stage For Celtic or Rangers Since 2000-2001 You've given me Klaus, Marshall and Vatarus Rab Douglas Rab Douglas yes Neil Alexander Neil Alexander is not one Not in the Champions League uh, Craig Gordon Yep Doris De Vries Yes You'll remember that Barcelona. Fraser Foster Yep um, I, I'm going to say I, I can't remember if I see his name I'm sure he was Danish for Rangers Jess or Christians That's the one Well done Okay we'll leave it there That's a good shout You've only a couple more to go Let's go back around the grounds then We'll go to Hibs against Celtic And speak to Gabriel Thanks Gordon, Ange Postacoglu has rung the changes here in Sunny Leaf. Uh, Darren McGregor just walking onto the park now. He will be retiring at the end of the season, not in the squad today. Just waving a goodbye to all of the fans that have seen him play a hero here in Leaf, lifting the Scottish Cup back in 2016. But let's get back to today's game. As I said, six key players dropping to the bench for Celtic. The Australian looks to keep the entire squad on their toes ahead of the Scottish Cup final next weekend when they have the chance to complete the treble. And what an opportunity for those players who've been selected to uh, fight for a starting place at that game at Hampden in 10 days' time. Quickly, let's get to the team news then. Uh, six players out, Hart, Taylor, O'Reilly, Jota, Maida and Kyogo. They have been rested. The team is as follows. In goal, Scott Bain for the first time this season. A back four of Tony Ralston, Carl Stahlfeld, Yuki Kobayashi and, and uh, Alexandro Bernabe. Callum McGregor, Rayo Atate and Tomoki Iwata in midfield with Leal Abada, Sayed Haksimanovic and O up top. Substitutes Hart, Taylor, Kyogo, Turnbull, Jota, O'Reilly, made up Forrest and Welsh. What a strong bench and still plenty to play for for Hibs as well who are fighting for European football. A result tonight would be huge for them. They're currently fifth and they may have to settle for that if they can't get anything here. Two changes for them and a change of formation as well. It's a 5-3-2. David Marshall is in goal. It's a back five of Lewis Miller, Will Fish, CJ Egan-Riley, Paul Hanlon and Lewis Stevenson. Jake Doyle-Hayes, Joe Newell and Jimmy Jago, the midfield three. Eli Yuan is up top with Kevin Nisbet. Could it be his final game here at Easter Road? The referee is Kevin Clancy and on the bar, Andrew Dallas. And what about the other game then looking for Rangers against Hearts with Andrew McLean? 
Yeah, well, the players just making their way out the tunnel here at Ibrooks, and it will be a final competitive appearance at Ibrooks for Alan McGregor and Alfredo Morelos. Certainly, those two is there in the starting lineup. They step onto that Ibrooks pitch, come out the tunnel in a competitive game for the final time. A 502nd Rangers appearance it'll be for Alan McGregor. He'll return in the summer for his testimonial, but this will mean a lot to Alan McGregor, who we all know he wears his heart on his sleeve. He loves this club. It will certainly be emotional as he says goodbye to this crowd tonight. And Alfredo Morelos, he'll be hoping to sign off with a goal. 124 for him in Rangers colours. Hearts are one of his favourite opponents as well. 12 goals in 15 appearances against them. He's never lost to Hearts in those 15 games either. You'd expect to see Scott Arfield off the bench at some point as well. He was being applauded on his way down the tunnel after his pre-match warm-up. And then at the end of the game, Ryan Kent and Philip Hillander. They'll join those three on the pitch for a final farewell to this Rangers crowd. It is a massive game for Hearts as well. They'll be hoping St Mirren can do them a favour at Petaudry and that they can go into the final day of the season with a shot at third spot. Stephen Naismith also trying to build his case to get this job on a permanent basis. I'll read you the starting lineups. It's Alan McGregor in goal for Rangers. The back four, James Tavernier, John Suter, Leon King and Ridvan Yilmaz. The midfield three, John Lundstrom, Glenn Kamara and Nicholas Raskin. Todd Cantwell and Fashion Sakala supporting Alfredo Morelos for Hearts. Sander Clark in goal. The back four, James Hill, Toby Sibbett, Kai Rolls and Nathaniel Atkinson. The two holding midfielders, Cami Devlin and Peter Haring. It's Yutaro Oda, Lauren Shankland and Alan Forrest in behind Josh Ginelli. And simply the best blaring round Ibrooks at the moment. Tina Turner has actually died today at the age of 83. So maybe fitting that this song is playing at the moment. But the ball is on the centre spot and we are almost ready to go at Ibrooks. Yes, looking ahead, and there we are, as Andrew McLean quite rightly says. I didn't expect those two pieces of news uh, to collide tonight, but there we are, sad passing of Tina Turner at the age of 83, as that song uh, was ringing out, as it always does as the teams come out of the pit, uh, of the tunnel Sorry, at Ibrox. So we're underway. I usually give this the big build-up and we ask for your pre-match predictions. There's not loads riding on it for Celtic and Rangers, but for the other teams, there certainly are. So what are you thinking then? Predict these two for me, first of all. Well, as I said earlier on, I think that Hearts will make it difficult for Rangers tonight. I mean, Michael Beale's record has is, is, is been terrific, but I just think Hearts have just got a little bit more, you know, reason to, to maybe try and go for it tonight. Uh, and that might just might, might be a share of the spoils for me uh, there. Um, I still think Celtic's got far too much quality for, for Hibernian. And I just don't think, I mean, looking at the, the way they played against Rangers, I think Rangers won comfortably 3 0 at the uh, the last uh, the weekend. And, and I can see Celtic winning relatively comfortably tonight. I think it'll be by two goals or more. Um, I'm going to go with Rangers tonight. I think Hearts will probably feel confident going into the game and maybe press on to Rangers. I think Rangers will hit them in the break. I still think Rangers have got. A lot more quality than It's funny that when, when teams go Oh And I'll tell you what We've got a goal for oh Hearts already goodness. Scott Allen's The worst tipster <laughs> Since Hugh Keevans It is Lauren Shankland Unless They're looking oh, it's for offside. the flag oh, The flag yes. is up There we are You've been given <laughs> A reprieve uh, well, VR, VR, VR so. will check it I actually wonder if it had hit a hand in there as well It was bouncing around all over the place It was an offside flag We know that's not always the end mm. of it um, But It was a long throw from Hill Headed on up in the air I mean trying to sort of go around it I'll tell you what it's not offside that's for sure what's the flag I, I don't, handball nah it's never offside it's not even hold close hold on though that 
second touch of Janelli. Yeah. I think it hits a handed Lauren Shackman. No, the second touch mm. of Janelli is Alan McGregor's beyond them by yeah. that point. Yeah. That might still be offside. Yeah, it might be a bit true, but I, I don't think he was actually. I don't think Alan McGregor was. But in saying mm. that, I think it hits the hand of, of Lauren no, but it's, an, it's an offside flag that goes up, right? So, so if Janelli. Yeah. No, no. So but Janelli. No, not this one. So yeah. Shankland headers it. Right, right. Okay, so at this well, point, when Janelli yeah. touches it, where's is he beyond McGregor? Mm. I, I I don't know if he is. I think, it, he, I think it, that's it, what's going to do it. it. And I'll tell you what, it won't be a quick mm. check because they're going to have to. There's going to be lines all over that. <laughs> so I go back to my prediction. Will uh, call him if he, I think the Angels will win the game. <laughs> right. I think uh, I think Celtic will have too much for for Hibs. Mm. I tell you, it's a really it's a, it's an intricate one that as well. Um, there's a few things to consider there, and, and then the lines will get plotted on. So we'll see. I'll update you at midnight when they eventually reach a decision. <laughs> um, as interesting as those games are, what about the ones that involve? Well, quickly, Aberdeen mm. St Mirren. Mm. Who's going to win that one? Again, it's a goal. It's a, goal. It's a goal. See, Gordon. See, always see, listen to experience. Yeah, I know. That's the difference, honestly. Yeah. Should never doubt. Him. There you go. Lauren Shankman <laughs> has uh, hearts one up. And by the way, can I just say about Lauren Shankman? I mean. His goals this season really? have been yeah. fantastic, and you know he wasn't even literally mentioned for any of the, the awards this year. But to score as many goals he's done, and again he's playing a slightly withdrawn role just behind Janelli. He's not the out and out number nine. And but uh, I scored and all the goals, and he, he yeah. brings a lot of people yeah. in the game all but, the time. But absolutely magnificent season he's had. And just as quick, Hibbs almost. Uh, took the lead mm. at Easter Road against Celtic. It was really slack play mm. from Burnaby. Gave it away. Hibs into the box and a, a fairly a routine to good save from Scott Bain to keep Celtic um, level in this one after 30 seconds. What a start we've had. Oh, no. uh, really incredible stuff. Um, I can't even remember if I asked you to predict the games at the bottom. Are United staying up yeah. tonight? Uh, well, yes, yeah, Aberdeen and St Man. But it's, 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 well, I think with it. The young goalkeeper in The problems have got over um, Stephen Fletcher I do not see Kilmarnock losing I think that's what I would say I think it could be a really ne- Nervy nil-nil that, That's that's how I think yeah. And I think it'll go to the last game of the season Jim Duff um, No, Jim Duff is here <laughs> Jim Goodwin um, mm. I think speaking to the BBC before the game Scott Allen said that Stephen Fletcher Hasn't trained He's about 70% And they're hoping to maybe get 45 minutes out of him I think I find that incredible. I really do. I think your striker, one of the most important players of the team, your goalkeeper, two big calls. If if Dundee United were to make the the playoff position and, and Stephen Fletcher gets injured tonight, then you're resting a lot yeah. in tonight's game. I mean, I kind of get it, Jim. It's mm. all the fans going along are thinking if you can get him on that mm-hmm. pitch, get him on mm. that pitch. I've just I'm not sure I've ever heard the manager sort of ad- admit mm. admit the the size of the risk. Yeah, it sounds almost like a bit panicky, doesn't it? And and I think as if you're commander, you're delighted with that. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're trying to squeeze the game, you try and force it by a young goalkeeper, you're trying to put crosses in and set plays around them, all these sort of things. So I think it's it's, it's handy the initiative to commander f- for me. We know commanders away from being very poor. <sighs> Honestly, sorry. Stop this for the mm-hmm. news that you really need for tonight. Mm-hmm. He's done the ten. He's done it nah, already. Van he Veen. only needed three minutes. Mm. Kevin Van Veen, ten games yeah, in a row. Livingston nil, Motherwell one. Where is the statue going? That's what I need. Is it at well. near Gordondale's flat? <laughs> is it going to be somewhere? You know, in your the garden. Main... Incredible. <laughs> yeah. But he's got. He, I mean, oh, he's already got cult status, and he's now going for the iconic status. Uh, but listen, again, we've said this before. A joy to watch. A pleasure to have him in Scottish football. 
And uh, you know You just hope that uh, You know If he, if he doesn't stay at Motherwell better get the checkbook one, out. one of the other clubs Whoever In Scotland it Saying no, we, want, we want to keep this guy here Because he's a breath of fresh air Ten. It's an incredible stat If that's someone at Rangers Celtic That's Matt Viduka Matt Viduka was the last Russia. player Wasn't he? Yeah that's Viduka's yeah, record and that, and that was 20 uh, years ago So it shows you how difficult it is uh, Incredible honestly And he's got the chance to Obviously break that There's the, another chance for Hearts At the weekend uh, Yeah good chance for Hearts Brilliant save from, Save Alan, from McGregor. Alan McGregor brought back into the team. Um, not ready to stop talking about Van Veen just yet, mm. but I'll, mm-hmm. I'll let you. I'll let you crack on. Janelli has been in great form for Hearts. It was him, I think, that had that shot there, and it's a real end-to-end start to this one. Celtic had a, a very early wobble and almost conceded, but a good save from Scott Bain, who gets a rare chance in goal tonight. But now Celtic back on the the attack, if you like, with that sort of controlled possession, a lot of pressure around the edge of the box, but. You know, it's finding that breakthrough that can be the hardest bit for sure. Yeah, and again, uh, you know, Hearts have scored from a long throw and they've got a, a similar situation again with that hill getting up to do it uh, uh, again. So, the, 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 listen, they're, they're, they're not going to be shy about putting balls in the box. They know that um, Alan McGregor's a terrific goalkeeper, but the one thing he isn't brilliant at is, is, is those type of balls that come into the box See, when he's surrounded by players. It's even someone's got a long throw against you. You just feel like mm-hmm. getting it banned, don't you? Every, <laughs> you just think... You want to be the guy that's asked to stay up the pitch. On, <laughs> give us a break like, all night long. Uh, James Hill very good at it anyway before we get any more goals and before we say goodbye for the evening what about the teaser you've got a couple left goalkeepers who've played in the Champions League group stages for Celtic or Rangers since 2000 it doesn't include the current goalies and you've got Kloss, Marshall Vatteris, Douglas Gordon, De Vries, Forster and Christensen Is uh, I don't know what, again if he played in the, the Champions League with John McLaughlin yeah he did this year did. Well done. Yeah. Logan, um, Logan Bailey no what, what about um, I don't know how far Barkas Did he have any nope. games For Celtic You've only got one more How Celtic, far are we going back Two more Celtic ones There's an easy Celtic one Think of that you know, Scott Bain No Easier than that In terms Bo- of Boric Yes Arthur, Arthur Boric. Boric I wasn't sure how long It was Arthur Boric Right so yeah. one more Celtic And That should go All the Rangers now Isn't it So I don't know uh, Celtic Yep Is it no, I was going to say there was a Zelenki or something no, like that. I can't remember. Zaluska. No, Zaluska. we're going back no, to the early no. 2000s for this one. Jonathan Gould. Mm, just after that. Yeah. I think. No. Swedish. Hedman. Magnus yeah, Hedman. Hedman. There we go. Right, we're almost out of time tonight. Let me bring you up to speed quickly on what's happening. Anthony Ralston's just missed a chance for Celtic. Should have done better. Rangers nil, Hearts 1. Lawrence Shankland with the early goal in that one Kevin Van Veen of course has scored for Motherwell 10 games in a row they lead Livy and in those big nervy ones at the bottom nothing doing yet same story Aberdeen St Mirren really whatever happens tonight it is guaranteed to be dramatic it's guaranteed to have huge talking points tomorrow so make sure you do join us tomorrow night at 6 with Mark Wilson and Gordon DL we look forward to it already and Amber is up next thanks for listening